In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. The soul grows not by addition, but by subtraction, said German theologian Meister Eckhart. I use this theological catchphrase to frame Wednesday's Advent reflections, and I find they work much the same for today's scripture readings as well as upcoming feast. The soul grows not by addition, but by subtraction. This very ancient and very Eastern wisdom, I think, is so needed to balance our very contemporary and very Western culture, which seems only interested in a life of addition. More, more, and even more, especially at this time of year. Our shopping carts are full. Our calendars are full. Our hearts and minds are totally full, preoccupied with the rush of this season. And we're blessed, of course, to the extent that we live in such comfort and abundance. These are gifts of God, but our church has always warned, every day and in every way, that a life lived only by addition is a trap. It's an enemy of peace and harmony and joy. As Jesus put it in last week's gospel, one's life does not consist in the abundance of one's possessions. And therefore, a key discipline in the Christian life is learning to offset our addition with subtraction. Learning to uh, seasonally shed everything that gets in the way of God and our deepest self. Subtract events, subtract things, subtract food, subtract wealth, subtract entertainment, anything which diverts our attention and our time to live and grow in the simple presence of God. Now these seasons of subtraction, of repentance, of simplicity and charity are called fasts. And we have two long fasting seasons in our church, right? We have Great Lent, which precedes the great feast of Easter, and we have Advent, the 50 days which we began this past week, which leads us to the great feast of Christmas. And as we move through Advent, our church readings and our church calendars all point us through and guide us through this season of subtraction, urging us to peel off layers and prune dead branches of what no longer brings life. And in today's reading, Jesus tells the parable of the fig tree, which no longer produces fruit and is set to be cut down. And the master says, don't cut it down yet. Prune it, dig around it, and fertilize it. Give it one more chance to grow. And so you know the questions this parable asks of our lives. They're questions of subtraction. What is keeping us from growing as people and as Christians? Are we living only for ourselves or are we living for something or someone higher? Are we clinging to the past? Are we overly anxious about the future? What dead branches are blocking the light? What weeds are choking out our roots? By learning the discipline of subtraction, God helps us to prune those branches and pull up those weeds 
so that we don't lose our very lives. Our church calendar also encourages and urges us in this Advent season to a life of subtraction. The day after tomorrow is an interesting feast in the Armenian church. We commemorate the Holy Desert Fathers, Cardius, Evagrius, Arsenius, Serapion, and many others. These were the world masters of a life of subtraction. They stripped away all the consumption and comforts of civilization to better know God and themselves in the desolate Egyptian desert. No business, no politics, no communication, nothing at all really, only sand as far as the eye could see. But by stripping away all of the hustle and bustle, the striving and the worrying, they were stripped down to what is essential in themselves and the essence of God and his great love for humankind. There's a great parable I want to share with you on the life of subtraction about the monk Abba Paul. And I hope it sticks in your minds throughout Advent and guides our Christian journey unto our very last days. So deep in the eastern desert of Egypt, lost among the maps of time and seven days' journey from any other town, we find Abba Paul, and he's an old monk, and he's tending his small garden. He's quiet at work and weaving baskets and saying his prayers. He's alone in the desert, and yet his needs are taken care of. Everything about Abba Paul is like you would expect of a Christian monastic of that time, except each year he takes those baskets that he so carefully and faithfully weaves, and he burns them all. He burns them all. Is this guy crazy? Is he an anarchist? Is he an arsonist? Abba Paul isn't any of these things. He's a man who has found the secret to a life of subtraction. Monks in Paul's time subsisted by weaving baskets from palm leaves and selling them in the market. Now, Paul was too far from a market to sell them, but he made them anyway because work is integral to a life of stewardship and prayer. He wove the baskets prayerfully and wholeheartedly, but he did not make them for any end but for God alone. Not to sell them, not to store them, not to commodify or adore them. And Abba Paul was teaching himself and all who came after how to tame our life of addition by a life of subtraction. So should we sell all our possessions and give them to the poor? Should we burn our baskets? The point is that sooner or later we will. For when our short lives are over, all our possessions will be burnt up like all of Paul's baskets. And if we cling to them, our hearts and hands will never be open to others in this life and they'll never be open to God in the life to come. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures in the heavens, treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, teaches Jesus. But lay up for yourself instead treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For truly, the soul grows not by addition, but by subtraction. And the more we practice this here, the more it will be perfected there, now and always, and unto the ages of ages.